Alrighty, guys. What is going on? It is Monday, February 12th, and we are officially in the offseason, but that's all well and good, guys. We are kicking off the offseason, the NFL offseason, that is, with episode 18 of the Sports Spectator Podcast. It is your favorite host, John and myself. John, we are officially in a drought. We are looking right in the eyes of eight months of no football, no college football. We are now solely dependent on basketball, NHL, MLB, and Inner Miami to basically hold us over. Um, you know, I feel like, um, for lack of a better term, I feel like a crack addict that literally just had my pipe taken away. That's that's literally what it feels right now. You know, uh, we were we were blessed with back to back to back weeks of just nonstop football again since August up, up until now, and and we really do take that time for granted, man. It's it's. At times, it just—it's just—it's so awesome, and and you never appreciate it until it's gone. And this happens every single year. You know, February gets here, we have the Super Bowl, and you know, it's a conclusion to all of football. And then you just got to think to yourself: it's just like, oh boy, we got eight months of no football, baby. But we're still here, bro. We're still—we got a great episode today, great agenda. I'm super hyped. How you doing, John, dude? I love the shirt, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, repping Stormy. You know, if, uh, if you're following along, she she won big with her uh, with her pick of the Chiefs. Never fade Stormy. Hashtag never fade Stormy. Um, so yeah, repping her. Um, I'm doing good, man. And to, to your point, feeling like a crack addict. I'm, I, I finished Griselda, the new uh, Netflix show. I'm watching a follow up called Cocaine Cowboys too. So I'm fully invested in crack and cocaine. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah, we're we're. Uh, let the record show we're not even 120 seconds into this episode and like we're already like trying the powers that be and like we're really just trying to get blacklisted in the uh the, the, the podcast department we're just we're just making sure our, our federal agents that are watching us just kind of get the you know the blurb and the keywords ahead of time so i don't have to like sit through this whole episode but like yeah, it's it's here boys and woman this is the episode we're talking crack and cocaine yeah addiction withdrawals um but yeah, I agree. I, I had that feeling where it was like three fourths of the way through the college football season, where I was like, "Whoa, this football season's going really fast. Uh, it's going to be over soon." And uh, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, football season is always so historic and, and just an, an awesome time. And you know what? It was a fun time. Miami Dolphins. It was a fun season. Dallas Cowboys. A fun season. There's a good playoffs. Uh, and next season is going to be even better. I mean, like, there's so much to look forward to next season in college football with, like, the rearrangement of the of the divisions and conferences. Um, new Alabama coach. But, uh, you know what? And, and people have been asking me, like, what are you guys going to talk about? Football season's over. Like, we're going to find stuff to talk about every week. Don't worry. We're I'm going to become a basketball fan. Juan's going to become a, a, a messy fan and, <laughs> and baseball fan. And we're going to find nonsense to talk about, like, crack cocaine withdrawals. So don't oh, yeah, worry, everybody. Dude. If, if, if you guys, everyone was entertained by our terrible takes, mostly my terrible takes, because you actually have pretty good takes, John, but <laughs> our takes, good and bad, we're going to be making those same takes all throughout the remainder of the NBA season. I mean, as we know, this is when the NBA actually gets hot, because now everyone stops paying attention to football and everyone actually starts paying more attention to the NBA. We'll obviously get into a lot of that um during today's episode but yeah man we'll still be here we'll still be wrapping all the headlines we'll still be communicating that and we'll still be giving uh probably the stupidest takes that you can that you can make um at least myself that is my money back guarantees you will be getting the stupidest takes from me regardless so do not fret everyone but yeah man we got to talk about your shirt dude because 
Stormy heard the noise, you know, when she made her pick. Everyone out there was just like, how how is a pit bull from Peru going to make picks in football? Like, is she even aware how that game works? Like, does she even know what a first down is? The haters were having a field day when she called it, when she basically plays the house, the mortgage, everything on the Chiefs. Everyone said, how is a dog going to know what football? Does she even know what teams are playing? Yeah. And yeah, this is a message to all the haters that Stormy was very well aware and she made the noise. And in fact, she doubled down on her position after we recorded that episode. And you know what? Stormy knows ball, dude. Hashtag Stormy knows ball. Never fade Stormy. So if you were one of the losers and the haters that faded Stormy, I'm so sorry you lost your money. But again, we'll see when we have her on the episode again. Again, she's a very, very exact, a very, very, a very, very busy executive producer. So she is in the background constantly editing these episodes. We'll see when we have her make more picks, but you guys know better now. Don't fade Stormy. Don't fade Stormy. There's three things to know about Stormy. One, don't fade Stormy. Hashtag never fade Stormy. Two, huge football fan. When I'm on the couch, she's on the couch. She's dialed in. She's watching it. She's taking notes about plays. She has her own offensive play, play calling book. She's an offensive coordinator at heart. And the three, this is the most important thing. She has that dog in her. All right? She has that dog in her. So, uh... Yeah, man, we, we had a we had a good Super Bowl. We we sat on the couch, we chilled, very low key. What did, what did you do for the Super Bowl? Dude, also pretty low key. Um, I was at uh at our friend Bimini's apartment checking it out. Um, also pretty low key. Um, I had basically had three dinners um yesterday. I don't know what actually occurred, but I somehow ended up consuming an entire uh, Pincho Factory bowl. I don't know if you've ever been to that place. It's actually I've never heard of really that. Really good. Just imagine like uh like a Latino Chipotle, basically. Got it. Sounds awesome. And I, and I guess Chipotle is already Latino because it's Mexican, but I guess I guess if like Pollo Tropical and like then like Chipotle had a baby, like that's what I think of this place. It's very good. So I had a whole bowl to myself, and then on top of that, we ordered pizza, and somehow on top, like I was able to take down at least three quarters of a whole pie by myself. I followed it up with seven chicken wings, um, half a cookie cake, um, seven Samoas, and three Tin Mints. Shout out Girl Scout cookies. Very, very underrated if you don't have wow. them. Yeah, so I ate a lot. Um, <laughs> definitely, definitely regretted it today. But, dude, for the big game, you got to have big appetite, bro. Like, How was Bimini's rooftop? Was it just you guys? or It was chill, man. It, we ended up not doing the rooftop. We were just um, in his apartment. But it was a chill time, man. You were you were sorely missed. Um, nice. I'll say that. Yeah. I, I also nice. gouged myself in food. Got uh, burgers, wings, and just, yeah absolutely KO'd that was nice I, I like kind of just staying in and waking up and you're not like miserably hungover and exhausted just exactly. uh with the food child <laughs> yeah man um no it was uh it was great I mean it's the most American thing that you can do um in February is again just, just devour an excessive amount of food um you know abuse your DoorDash account um <laughs> <laughs> basically just eat as much as you can but speaking of the big game man Obviously, as a sport podcast, we got to give our thoughts on it. You know, what do you think, John? Like, what is your live reaction after that game? Um, not surprised. I mean, like when uh, Kansas City muffed that punt return. Sorry, when when the 49ers muffed that punt return, I knew it was over. I knew that that was the play that was going to change the game. And then it was Patrick Mahomes game to pretty much lose. And yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, I didn't have much invested in it. Um you know, Stormy already also wrote the script. So honestly, for me, it was it was kind of expected. Nothing too crazy on my end, really. I mean, what about you? Do you have any better takes? 
Dude, not in particular. I mean, I obviously was not very invested. Um, I pretty much just uh, tailed Stormy's pick uh, when she made it. And I said, I guess I'm riding with the Chiefs. Unfortunately, even though they obviously took the Dolphins out of the Super Bowl. But again, I knew better than to, than to fade her. Um, actually, speaking of, I wanted to ask you a question. Who do you think Stormy's favorite player in college football is? Wow. I'm going to laugh at this. Stormy's favorite player. I wish I could show the camera on her right now. Stormy's favorite player in college. Uh, it would have to be someone fast. I want to say like a shifty quarterback. I mean, I'm going to go Jalen Milrow, Alabama quarterback, dual threat, just a tank. Incorrect. That is not her favorite. <laughs> do, you, do you want to know who her favorite player is? Is their name Stormy? Bark Bowers. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Bark Bowers. I think Bark Bowers, baby. <laughs> How did you hear about this person? Brock Bowers, dude. It's the tight end. Oh, from Brock home. Bowers. Brock, get it. Bark Bowers. Brock nah, Bowers. Nice. That, that, that's where I was going with that one. Okay. okay. <laughs> Obviously, terrible, terrible setup for that joke. Um, <laughs> but that thought hit me the other day. I was just like, huh, Bark Bowers. That's that's funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to say that on the pod. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, going back to uh to your question. Yeah, so obviously I was uh, I was telling hair picks. So I was uh, I was Chiefs all the way. Um, I felt like a little bit of a traitor, but whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And and I faded uh, Patrick Mahomes enough in the past to uh, to really know better at this point. Um, the guy is. I feel like you can have whatever opinion you you want to have about the team, about the coach. At the end of the day, the guy the guy just fucking gets it done when when it matters the most. Um, you know, he sucked in the regular season. But again, in the moments that matter the most, he showed up, he was lights out, he was clutch when he needed to be. And quite frankly, at the end of the day, that's that's all you really need to be in order to be a successful athlete, um, really any of the weeks. Because yeah. again, the Dolphins were the opposite story of that, where we were lighting it up all throughout the regular season, putting up incredible numbers. But then when lights were the brightest, that's when we kind of shut down. And unfortunately, those are the moments that you know, you have to shine brightest in order in order to get through. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes just does that better than um, than anyone, man. Um, I really feel for the Niners, man, like it, it sucks for them. I feel like they've had nothing but heartbreak these um these past four years. You know, they, of course, to not only lose two Super Bowls within the um the past two years, but then to lose them to the same team. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and we got to start asking the question like Ch Kyle Shanahan at this point. I mean, he's basically blown two double digit leads. In Super Bowls, so the first one being against the Patriots when they blew 28-3. Uh, he was technically the OC in Atlanta at that time. And obviously blew, now again, two double-digit leads um, while leading going into the second half um, as a Super Bowl uh, head coach. So that, that really is insane because on the one hand, there's so many coaches in the NFL that never even sniff a, a playoff victory. They never even get close to a um a conference championship i mean and this guy obviously completely delivers season after season but then in the big one can never perform so it's it's tough bro i i got a feel for the guy man it it, it fucking sucks but i've got i've got my take here i think kyle shanahan his ego is just absolutely destroyed like to your point three super bowls one the most embarrassing uh you know comeback loss uh, with the with the Falcons as the OC, and that was you know people can say it was pretty much on him because didn't they score like zero points or something like that in the second yeah. half or the yeah. second half zero points. So, and then um, the loss, the other loss, the Super Bowl as the head coach, and then this one. So here's my take. My take is that the 49ers don't make the playoffs next year. Brock, it's like a, it's gonna be a complete implosion with Brock Purdy. 
and maybe even a Kyle Shanahan like resignation or firing from the organization because like I just don't see and and I and I think it'll go down as one of those moments where it's like it, it, this is one of the saddest stories in football where it's like yeah. just a downfall and went all the high and then um alternatively you know maybe it's going to be like one of the most beautiful stories where he wouldn't win the Super Bowl but I'm going to say that does not happen and I'm sorry to the 49ers fans but that's my take the 49ers are downhill from here I think so, dude. Gotta gotta buy all the puts you can on on San Francisco, bro. Um, yeah. And you know what? This is this is what you get when you when you have all these taxes um, <laughs> as a city. This is this is the product that you get, guys. Um, obviously, we do not get political on this podcast, but I'm gonna take a jab at the entire uh, Bay Area because I have been there and um, I definitely have opinions about the um, the Bay Area. But this is what you get, guys. Like you know, when you operate at the level that you do, that ends up translating into your professional sports teams you know california has had it way too good for way too long like the state of Facts. california you you guys already celebrated with the rams with the lakers with the dodgers like stop like the warriors yeah the warriors like no no no. like i don't feel bad for them like i'm sorry you know they were it was their game to lose um and that's exactly what they, what they ended up doing like they were sensational the first half so uh, I, i'm sorry like football is 60 minutes long um if you perform for only 30, this is the result that you get. And I don't feel bad for him, dude. Um, I maybe feel bad for Brock Purdy because I was, you know, sensational story behind him, Mr. Irrelevant and all that. He didn't play uh, a bad game. Like, he, he really he didn't. didn't do anything wrong. And everyone's saying that, too, where it was just like, yeah, you gave Patrick Mahomes the ball to end the game. Yeah. And that but, was the game. But he's not the one making all the decisions. <laughs> like, he did the throws that he had to do, you know, Everyone calls him a game manager, and yeah, he managed the game that he could. Like, what? He's not the one playing defense. He's not the one calling the shots um, when Patrick Mahomes is uh, is under center. So it's not his fault that they scored all those points. Like he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. So I feel for him, uh, but you know, he, I, I, I do want to respectfully disagree with your take, John. I, I think they still have an open window because Brock Purdy has already proven to be like a good quarterback. So. They're in a good position where they could, I don't know if you can trade rookies. This, is, is that a thing? I don't know if anyone's ever done it. I'm sure you um, can. They're under yeah, contract. I'm sure you can. So. so obviously his capital in the uh, the trading market has obviously risen really, really high. So I feel like if they explore a trade, they could probably get some good assets for him. Um, but if they decide to keep him, like they obviously have a good quarterback that has proven to be a good game manager and do what he needs to do on a rookie contract. So... I think their window's still open. They're still going to be competitive. And I mean, the NFC sucks so much that they're going to be in the playoffs like every single season. Like their window is always going to be open um, as long as Kyle Shanahan like like decides to stop blowing the lead. You know, like that's his crack pipe is like blowing the lead. Like he sees a double-digit lead and he's just like, oh, bro. Another Let me get one. this crack pipe. Yeah. He's, he's addicted. He's addicted to blowing double-digit leads, dude. Like, that's an issue. Like, the guy needs an intervention. I, I just don't understand. Like, explain to me how you do that so often as the one coordinating, you know, your team. That's the only explanation is that he's addicted to blowing double-digit leads. Like, Dude, it's brutal because, like, to the points we were saying before where it's, like, the, the mental games and the psychology of it, it's, like, that's the stuff that just, like, gets so deep into your head because you're, you're having these flashbacks, these moments that are just, like, devastating downfalls and you're doubting yourself and yeah i don't know man I'm, I'm sick with my take i hope i'm wrong but uh i think it's done i think this is the end of the shanahan 
damn, this this take might might make or break uh, this podcast, depending on <laughs> who ends up being right. <laughs> but now, nah, man, um, overall, still a great Super Bowl. Um, shout out Usher. He literally Yo, just got to sick. like fondle someone's wife uh, on live TV. <laughs> oh, I was saying that. I was yeah, like, that was crazy, bro. Like I'm sitting there. Um, and I'm just like, I'm sorry if I'm the husband and like Usher's literally like touching my wife like that on live TV. Like I got to fight. Like you yeah. got to fight, bro. Get the strap. Yeah, dude. Like he literally got like cooked on live TV. And it's like, do you know, uh, do you know Alicia Keys' husband? I do not know Swiss the guy. Swiss Beats. Oh, that's why people were making jokes about Swiss Beats on the internet. I was trying to connect that. That was savage though. That, that was, was savage. savage. Though. Yo, shout out to Alicia Keys though. I was like. Dude. Dude, she still got it. Usher still got it, dude. Usher um, was sick. Yeah, dude. He, he, he was fucking sick. A great, great halftime performance. Um, I bet you the same people that did not like that same performance are the same people that didn't like Shakira and J-Lo. Like, bro, just appreciate good talent, you know? Like, yeah. You're going to tell me what, Maroon 5, when when they did it that one year, this is better. <laughs> when Katy Perry did, did it that one year, it's like, no, stop, bro. Like, this is great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. But that is the conclusion to the nfl season um so we will of course be speculating and just making probably the worst takes um as we are approaching um the draft um so that will be interesting uh again i'm going to talk myself into so many so many narratives um though there will probably be a point in time where i will convince myself that we're going to draft a quarterback and get rid of Tua. Uh, i'm already seeing rumors that apparently you know mitch trubisky breaking got oh my released God like an hour ago and people are already speculating that he's going to get picked up by the dolphins. It's just like, Oh yeah. Off season's fucking here. Hasn't even been 24 hours. And we're already <laughs> doing this. Like, I hope we draft an exciting, like prospect QB as like a challenger. Like I, I that's what I'm hoping for. Like the fourth, fifth round. And I'm looking up the top QBs in this draft class. That would be reasonable to, to take in. Nope. No one really stand. I mean, Jordan <laughs> Travis, that that, that could be an interesting could, one. That that could be interesting, yeah. Obviously, South Florida, pretty good, pretty good fan base for uh, for FSU. Um, he might actually fall pretty far down considering his yeah. injury. So, damn, dude, that's I don't hate that take. Jordan um, Travis to Miami, dude. Jordan Travis to Miami. That that could very. I, I could see that. I could see that, dude. Oh shit, dude! You're you're on fire with the takes today. Let's bro. go. Let's get the uh, let's get the AI working. We'll get the the new graphic with the the jersey set up, and uh, we'll start flooding the streets, dude. I fucking love it, dude. But <laughs> yeah, man. So it'll be it'll be interesting. But um, yeah, um, this is always my least favorite time of year because uh, between like January, like again, we we don't get another federal holiday until like May for uh for what is that one Memorial Day, um. So then it's just like you're just looking at no football, no holidays, um, but we'll survive, dude. We'll, dude, we'll, I have we'll... I have Monday off. I'm blessed. I think it's President's Day. Oh, I do have Monday off. Oh, I forgot about that. I also have Monday off. Okay, so uh, I I take that back. Uh, corporate America, please please don't uh, look down on me. <laughs> corporate gods, sorry. Yeah, please. Like I'll say stuff to the to to the FBI. I'll say stuff that incriminates me in that manner. But to corporate America, like you know, I'll hold. We're my still tongue. loyal to you. Yeah, we're still loyal to you. Like they still <laughs> put bread on the table. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Until this podcast takes off. Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, all right. So moving <clears throat> on to a couple to a couple other topics. All right. So, oh, dude. 
something we definitely got to talk about. And I don't know if anyone is, is out there making this commentary, but dude, I feel for Tyree kill, man. Um, like it's, it's gotta be tough. Like leaving a team that was willing to let you go. And everyone speculated that as soon as he left that, you know, the chiefs were going to be in shambles and then literally the exact opposite happened. Yeah. They literally immediately go to win not only one Super Bowl, but then win another one in back-to-back -back years. You you know how impressive that is that we literally haven't had a back-to-back -back Super Bowl champion um, in two decades. Like the last time that happened was with the 03-04 Patriots. Wow. Like literally we have not seen this in two decades. Like there's technically kids that are like oh that are legal adults that were born after that and have not witnessed that until now so literally for tyree kill to leave the team and see that like dude that's just crazy bro it's like it's like breaking up with your girlfriend thinking that that you're gonna go do so much better you know and then she gets fondled up by usher on the, uh, the halftime performance <laughs> down bad i will say that tyree kills a it's like a really great professional like he's always just speaking very humbly very honestly and very like, you know, uh, you know, praisingly to this subject, which I respect a lot. He's, he's a true, you know, elite top of the level, uh, NFL athlete, but still like, you know, he chooses his words wisely, which is, yeah. I respect that a lot, you know, compared to Antonio Brown and <laughs> some of the other top receivers, right? Like he, he's probably the, the most respectful and well-spoken top receiver in the league, I would say. I would say so too, man. And I, I would agree a hundred percent. The guy still does nothing but praise Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, you know, game respects game. Um, and he's obviously happy for them because he, you know, that was at the end of the day, the organization that took a chance on him um, when he was drafted. It's not like, I don't think he was very coveted at the time. So for this team to give him that chance, I know that's something he's always going to be forever grateful for. So, you know, he probably still roots for them at the end of the day, but you know that somewhere in there, there is a little bit of like, oh, yeah. you know, a part of him that is like, fuck, bro. It's probably motivating though as well. Like if I was him, I would be like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta compete with that. And yeah. he knows what they, what the work that they put in. So I'm sure it motivates him to keep him sharp as opposed to, you know, let's say the Chiefs went out in the first round of playoffs or the, or even before playoffs. Like I'm sure this gives him some, some burning fire, which is good for us. At least I hope. I hope so too, man. I mean, he was non he's nonetheless been sensational for us. I mean, he literally was our entire offense for like yeah. I mean, we lost him for a little bit and like our offense looked completely different. So, you know, nothing but respect for the guy as well. I mean, he is a master at his craft. Um, but still, man, it just um I feel for him. Like it's it's it sucks to a certain extent. But Dude, uh, I'm just going to make this other take, this talk about Tyreek Hill. I think we're trading Jalen Waddle. I think he's going to be gone. Ooh, you know, I didn't want to say it. I actually was thinking that the other day, but I'm like, is that something I want to say? <laughs> I don't know. Would, would, would that be counterproductive to being a South Florida sports podcast? But you know what? Fuck it. I've said stupid. I've said enough stupid takes at this point that I'm willing to say this one. I agree, man. I feel like... Something happened this past season, and, you know, um, he's not going to get paid with us. I think he's going to, you, you know, yeah. we're already in cap hell. Um, yep. So unless he decides to want to, like, take a pay cut or something, um, we're not going to pay him. And I feel like Agreed. he's going to garner, like, some good trade capital. So 100% agree. I 100%. 
I wouldn't be all I can say is I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jalen Waddle, thank you for your service, Roll Tide, and uh, hope you get us something good. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, um, it's going to be a very interesting offseason. Like, there's definitely going to be a lot of cuts because, again, we are – I think we're, like, the third worst in terms of cap space uh, between, like, all teams in yeah. the NFL right now. Mm -hmm. um, so we're not going to be able to keep – there is no way we're going to be able to keep everyone. I feel like we're going to focus on people on the offensive line and the defense, like all of our trenches guys. We're going to try to keep them the ones that were really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to keep two of like, I, I think that's just a fact that there's no way around that, uh, you know, and I'm happy for that. But yeah, like all these other weapons, Waddle, um, I mean, shoot, even Mostert. I, I don't know what his contract situation is, but yeah, we're, we're not going to be able to pay everyone. And yeah. that might be a good thing. A fresh start might be maybe kind of what the team needs a I little think bit. So. Yeah. So who knows? I think so. But yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, man. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, man. Um, I think that about does it for for football talk. Like, let's let's change the uh, the the topics because th this is just making me sad thinking about the uh, the eight months that we have that we have a. Um, looking down here straight in the in the face. Um, so we got to talk about a little bit of uh, Miami Heat. So as I mentioned, we're going to be talking a lot more Heat uh, moving forward. This is definitely when I start paying way more attention to the Heat season. So a couple of things that kind of suck as uh, Miami Heat fans. Um, so Rosier, um, as well as uh, Josh Richardson, they both recently got injured. So, you know, they're a little bit banged up. Uh, we just got schooled again for the second time this season by the Boston Celtics. Um, I fucking hate any team that plays in New England. I hate Boston so much, bro. Same. So much. It's such a nice city, but fuck, I hate them so much, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently Jimmy Butler is also out, not due to injury reasons, but uh, my understanding is he has a personal situation with, uh, with a death in the family. So, you know, kind of sucks. Um... So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting season. We're we're kind of sometimes we're good, sometimes we're bad. So we're going to see. We're going to see. There's there's uh, an important thing to say here though, because I think you sent this or I saw it somewhere. But whenever the Chiefs attended or won the Super Bowl, the Miami Heat were played in the finals. Is that the right stat there? That is true. When the Heat made the Super Bowl, we then immediately went to go make the uh, the finals. Yes, because 2020, uh, we made it that year last year obviously 2023 we went to finals that that year so there we go we're going yeah, back congr congratulations to the miami heat winning the eastern conference again wow eastern conference champion eastern conference yeah look at that and that's the shirt i'm wearing eastern hey, conference nice. champ. yeah throw back to the like, bubble yeah throw back to the bubble the script is fucking written bro like <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go back let's go nice but, but yeah, man. So yes, yes, we, we, we did post about that. Um, so hopefully, you know, history repeats itself in um in that manner. But it's gonna be tough too. The 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 East is tough right now. Um, I mean, Boston obviously is looking good. Uh, Milwaukee, obviously, you know, they have um they have Damian Lillard. Um, they just recently got Patrick Be Beverly. Um, you know, that guy obviously is a baller. So the East is gonna be tough, dude. But Technically, right now, we are the reigning Eastern Conference champion, so the East still has to run through Miami. Amen. Um, so we'll see how that goes, dude. You know, still plenty of season left, but 
you know, seeing injuries and seeing all this stuff, it's always tough. But you know what Miami has that no other team has and no other team can replicate? Culture. The power of friendship. No, better than culture. It is <laughs> friendship, dude. Heat culture but, runs through friendship. Yeah, literally. Like, heat culture runs on friendship, bro. Like, Speaking of friendship, culture, uh, and therefore gang mob mentality, yo, the Celtics are some dirty motherfuckers. Like, what was this Jalen Brown attack on Duncan Robinson? Did you see that that replay of what happened? Dude, he hates that Duncan Robinson is a good friend on the podcast. Because I would never have <laughs> Jalen Brown on this podcast. Hell no. That guy could Dude. literally pay us to be on this podcast, and I would refuse. I would block him. I would report him for abuse. <laughs> I would never in my life would want to have this guy on the podcast. And he's just upset at that. And I understand it because we are on the forefront in all things Miami sports. Duncan Robinson, good friend of the podcast. You know, Jalen Brown is envious for that. You know, he's not envious of, of Duncan Robinson for being like one of the most legendary three-point shooters in the NBA. He's not jealous of him for having gone to an incredible school like Michigan. No, he's jealous because Duncan Robinson is a good friend of the podcast. So Jalen Brown, shame on you, bro. You know, like just because we won't have you on the podcast, that is no reason to disrespect Duncan Robinson. Like, shame on you. Seriously. Yeah. Amen. He, yeah, yeah. It was like a jujitsu, like, arm bar. He, he could have, like, completely snapped and broken his arm or, like, hyperextended it. It was it was pretty crazy. And then, like, listening to the post-game interview where he was like, yeah, it was fine. Like, no big deal. I'm like, dude, you're a rat. You're a rat. Just like all the other Celtics players. He is, dude. They're, they're dirty players, dude. Uh, but you know what, dude? Uh, Duncan Robinson, he's just fucking built different. Like, he probably he probably didn't even notice it. He's just like, what the fuck was that, dude? He's like, yo, you're frail as fuck, dude. Fucking yeah, bitch. Dude. Like, Duncan's... Get your weight up. Yeah, dude. He's fucking built different, dude. Brolic. Yeah. But yeah, man. it's uh, We're going to see how it goes, and we will be here. I will be making, again, more terrible takes on the uh, the heat season. Uh, so stay tuned. But is, we... is Scary Terry coming back? So the injury is not serious. Is he going to play again soon? Or... Yeah, so that's my understanding is that it is not serious. So he should be he should be good to go. Um, probably just a situation that they're going to be monitoring. Um, I'd imagine, you know, with him still getting comfortable in the system, they'll probably play it more conservative and, you know, keep him out unless they really need to, to make sure that he's healed up. Because he's going to be a difference maker um, come playoffs. Um, he's a dog. What is our so, ideal starting roster for, for playoffs, you'd say? My ideal, so obviously Jimmy, Bam. Um, yeah, I'm going to put Terry. I'm going to put him in there. Um, Jaime. And I'm going to go Hero. Nice. Mm -hmm. Dunking off the bench for, for buckets. I think so, dude. He, he tends to do a little bit better when he comes off the bench. But I feel like him and uh, him and Hero, they're they're kind of interchangeable a little bit in the um, yeah. the starting five. But I still right. believe in Hero. There's a lot of rumors going around with people criticizing Hero that he's not putting up production that he's supposed to. But I think it's just people jealous that he has a hot wife. At the end of the day, <laughs> I think it's just losers. It. I think it's just losers out there that they're they're just jealous of the guy. So that's probably it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like, sorry, guys. <laughs> So so, what next? What do we got next? What do we have next here? Um, I think that actually does it for all the agenda items. I don't know, John, if you want to give us any Inter Miami updates. Yeah. So, Inter Miami, as you know, the, the football season ends, we are blessed by Messi season coming to town. So, the last uh, preseason game is this week on Thursday at home, Fort Lauderdale. Versus uh, Newell's old boys, 
um, Messi's Child Messi's Club. Messi's Club, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, and then the first game of the season, I believe, is on the 20th-ish. It, it starts up soon, so that'll be it going. And the other big headline is just like, yeah, China hates Messi now, officially, <laughs> after uh, him not playing in Hong Kong. And as I said on, on one of the reels that we posted, get over it. Like, the, the CCP can... Uh, no longer have messy like who cares? who cares like who cares what china thinks like literally like who the fuck cares we don't care so what, what do you think care? what do you think about our the geopolitical uh impact of messy with inner miami and the chinese communist party dude fuck communism dude first and <laughs> foremost um dude like being a commie is so is so sad and again i, I think we, you know we try not to not to uh, get too political on this podcast, but <laughs> bro, how are you gonna hate on the guy? Like, I feel like if you hate on Messi, it's just because you hate on greatness and like you hate the fact that you weren't able to achieve that greatness yourself. So I don't care who you are. Like, if you're hating on that, you're just losing. So it's the same people that hate on Tyler Hero. It's the same people that hate on Duncan Robinson. It's the same people that hate on anyone who achieves anything great. Like, you're just a loser in my. You're opinion. just a communist. Yeah, you're just a commie loser, bro. Like, so, I'm sorry. Like, Xi Jinping. You heard it here. Yeah, except we do reality. Not F with you. Yeah, except reality. Like, <laughs> loser. That's loser mentality, dude. So, all right, Juan. How how um how many goals do you think uh, Messi's scoring this season? Oh boy, you're asking the wrong person. But <laughs> you know what? I like the number seventeen for some reason. That's pretty. That's a reasonable number. You know, I'm gonna go with seventeen. That it's not too many. Speed. It's it's right on target. We've got Luis Suarez now, so he can really fill in a lot of the gaps as goal scoring. Um, so I like that. Yeah, that's a pleasant yeah. one. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what about so, you? So 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 where do we end here? What do we what do we what do we what do we close out with on our on this remarks of episode 18 post Super Ooh. Bowl? Damn, episode 18. The podcast officially old enough to vote. Not old enough to buy a drink yet, but old enough to vote <laughs> and go to war and go to war. <laughs> yeah. We're getting very political on this episode. Um, Not, dude. I guess, um, you know, we're closer now to our 20th episode. That's also a big milestone. So I appreciate everyone who's been listening, who's been tuning in, who's been engaging um, every time we share um, the content of this podcast on all of our platforms. Um, Again, appreciate all the uh, the support. um, And yeah, continue looking forward to making even more terrible takes. But again, Never fade storm. Never fade stormy. The new hashtags. Now we've got never fade stormy. Two, team two of five k. Messy quad. No, yeah, team messy quad. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and then my my last thing is uh, we got two new people that we're working with on on our team, Taryn and Ryan. So big shout out to them. Hoping to get some some big things from them as we evolve and continue growing. And uh, mm-hmm. if you made it this far, which very very few of you do, usually it's it's my mom and. <laughs> maybe one other person so thanks for listening as always and we appreciate you guys so indeed all right guys so john juan signing out episode 18 we'll catch you guys here same time same place next week peace